Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I want to be talking about the secondary safeties, cornerbacks. 49ers have some free agents and some real big decisions that they need to make because it's going to shape the way this defense looks in 2023. Of course, they suffered injuries to the cornerback position, but they were able to overcome with some young players stepping up. At the safety position, they overcome the opposite way uh, by going to a veteran off the scrap heap. And Tayshawn Gibson, he came in and solidified that back end until Jimmy Ward got back, we thought. Uh, but then Jimmy Ward slid into the nickel. So it brings up all kinds of questions about how the 49ers are going to handle uh, the secondary in free agency, in the draft. But we're going to get into it first by talking about how they handle the guys that are going to be free agents right there in the room. And do they potentially already have replacements? So let's go ahead and let's get this thing started. And I want to get it started with Jimmy Ward. Uh, Jimmy Ward has been the longest reigning 49er for a long time. He's been there since 2014. He's almost a 10-year guy for the 49ers. Uh, but it looks like he could be going. He was a $9.5 million cap hit, and that's a lot of money. And the 49ers moved him to nickel. And I think that they realized that there could be a cheaper option in Tayshawn Gibson. Gibson played absolutely fantastic alongside Talano Ufanga. Five interceptions, which is a little bit different than what Jimmy has done. Jimmy actually produced more turnovers in the slot playing nickel than he did playing safety. 
the 49ers might be thinking that maybe they go ahead and go a cheaper route at safety with a Gibson and let Jimmy Ward walk. Plus, I don't think Jimmy Ward was really happy with the way Kyle Shanahan handled him down the stretch and saying basically like, hey, if you don't play safety, you get to sit the bench. Uh, I think he said it even a little bit more different than that, uh, maybe a little more stern. But yeah, Jimmy Ward is probably out the door because his market value is still uh, close to $8 million per season. He's going to go out there. He wants to be a safety, and that safety money is a lot larger than nickel money. Warriors could offer him top nickel money, and it still wouldn't be enough. And this is probably Jimmy Ward's last contract in the NFL. So he's going to want to go out there and make a splash, uh, get some money, and who can blame him? He's done a very good job for the 49ers through the years, for all the way from playing corner to playing nickel to playing safety, now back to nickel. What's crazy is he was a top 100 player in the NFL in 2021 at safety. Now he was uh, one of the top players, in my opinion, at nickel. He played really, really good. He was a great tackler, good fit in the ta in the run game. Uh, so the 49ers are going to have you know big shoes to fill with Jimmy Ward potentially moving on. It could be as simple as Tayshawn Gibson coming back. He has been mulling over retirement, but like I talked about earlier, five interceptions. And his relationship with Talano Hufanga uh, can't be going unnoticed. Those two guys are like simpatico. They really get along and they really fit together. And I like the chemistry that they have. And Gibson really stabilized that back in. Hufanga is very aggressive. He likes to get after it. He plays in the box. He makes plays. He hits hard. Uh, he takes chances. Gibson does it. Gibson is the steady. Gibson always is in the right spot. He tries to make the right plays. Is he the fastest anymore? No. Is he the biggest and strongest? No. Uh, but he knows how to get into the right positions and make the right plays. And that's what you need. If you're going to have one loose cannon, you need to have a stabilizing force. They are a yin and a yang, and it really works very, very nice for the 49ers. I think the 49ers would love to bring Gibson back. He's a Kyle Shanahan guy. Uh, time in Cleveland means you know they've spent time together, and this is what Kyle does. Kyle brings guys in he's comfortable with. Hey, Sean Gibson came in, and he played fantastic. Can we expect a five-interception season uh, next year because that's what Gibson did? No, I don't think you can do that. But I think you can expect solid safety play. And it might just be what you need, especially if you're looking to draft a you know, safety to potentially take over for Gibson after a year or so. Because you're probably not going to get a guy that can step in in the third or fourth round and start for you know, opposite of Hufanga. I know Hufanga, a fifth round pick, got a lot of playing time in his rookie season. But in big moments, they really did roll with Jaquiski Tart. So the 49ers bring in Gibson, probably draft a safety as well uh, to create some competition. And that way they are set up because Hufanga is going into year three. He's only on a four-year contract, which means in the offseason after 2023, they'll probably have to negotiate a new contract for Town to Hufanga. You need to make sure you have a cheap option. Gibson was very cheap last year, $1.12 million. He'll get a little bit of an increase and a little bit of a raise because of his play last year. But I think he wants to play at the 49ers. He wants to play for Kyle, and he wants to play alongside Kalano Hufanga. All reasons why he could take less money to potentially go chase a Super Bowl. Uh, also in the safety room is Tarverius Moore. And Tarverius Moore, after 2019, and the way that he played, especially in that Super Bowl against Kansas City, was thought to be the guy that was going to be playing next to Jimmy Ward. He was going to take over for Tart, and the Warriors were going to have you know, these two safeties that could not only cover, they could run, and they could make plays. And, you know, Moore has proven to be a, a playmaker. But then, 
in the 2020 season, he got an injury to his knee and he had to sit out the entire season. So 2021, he had to come back. So it was a little bit of a different situation for Moore. Now, Moore is a fantastic special teams player. He was a really good on special teams as a gunner. Uh, he did a very good job, and the 49ers could find some value there. And if he can't find value on the open market, he may come back to the 49ers as a backup safety and a special teams guy. And the 49ers, I think, would welcome that. Moore is a guy they drafted that tremendous speed and you got to think the farther he gets away from his injury the more healthy he'll get the faster he'll get the more agile he'll get this is a 4-3 guy who had a lot of you know potential versatility to play in the slot uh but also play the safety as as well didn't feel like his play has continued to progress from what we saw from 2019 uh, he's gotten somewhat stagnant in his play but could it be injury wise could it be him just reacclimating to football uh, don't know for sure, but I think he is an option if the 49ers look to go the special teams route. He was very cheap this year, under a million dollars, 837000 Not exactly you know, a lot of money there for Tavarius Moore. Uh, when you're continuing to talk about the safety position, I wanted to bring up a guy they signed into a futures contract, and that's Taylor Hawkins out of San Diego State. This is a guy that I'm a big fan of, and he could be somebody that fits into the safety room. Right now, the 49ers have two safeties, Talano Hufanga and George Odom. And of course, Taylor Hawkins being the third. Signed you a futures contract, was on the practice squad all year, but somebody that impressed me early on. I was uh, very high on Taylor Hawkins. And once we got to training camp, I said I look for Taylor Hawkins to beat out Leon O'Neill and, you know, uh, and not be the first safety out of the room. And that's what happened. Taylor Hawkins, a pretty good guy, versatility-wise. I think he could help on special teams. But so he could at least fill that role by Tarverius Moore, uh, and he's definitely a lot cheaper. So the 49ers may look to go that way. Of course, Moore or Hawkins may not even hurt the 49ers salary cap-wise. Only the top 51 contracts count against the salary cap. So anything underneath that, uh, no harm, no foul. But Hawkins, keep an eye on that name. Uh, he could fit into the 49ers' future plans. A lot of ability there at the safety position. Now at the cornerback position, Emmanuel Mosley, E-Man, uh, suffered the injury week five. Too bad. He was having himself one heck of a season, and he was on track to have a gigantic contract in the offseason. He was going to get a Charvarius Ward-type deal from a team. Hollywood priced the 49ers out, but then he suffers the ACL tear. Now, what does that mean for Emmanuel Mosley on the open market? Will a team still offer him that big money? You know, would Houston or Chicago potentially offer Emmanuel Mosley $16, $15, 16000000 million dollars on the open market. I think if that is the case, we've probably seen the end of Emmanuel Mosley in San Francisco. If it's a lot cheaper, maybe cut that in half back to the six to $8 million at which he made over the last two seasons, then yes, Emmanuel Mosley fits into the future plans. The 49ers would love to sign Eman. John Lynch said as much during the exit interview. He said, hey, I, I, we would love to bring Eman back. We know what he's about. Uh, we know how he works so hard. So Emmanuel Mosley is going to be a priority for the 49ers bringing him back. If you can place him alongside Charverius Ward in that secondary, your defense gets so much better. Uh, with Diameter Lenore potentially moving inside, Sam Womack, who they drafted this year, potentially being able to work inside as well. Then you have a lot of possibilities what you can do with a versatile cornerback room. Plus, you just don't worry about leaving Emmanuel Mosley out there on an island. He understands his drops. He understands where he's supposed to be, and he's pretty good in man coverage as well. So uh, 49ers with Emmanuel Mosley and Charverius Ward would be absolutely set at the cornerback position 
So something to remember. Hopefully, Mosley is back in San Francisco. But if those top suitors want to pay him you know, 15 plus million dollars, Emmanuel Mosley will be somewhere else. The injury will be the key to whether the 49ers can afford to bring him back or not. Another 49ers free agent cornerback is Jason Verrett. Of course, suffered the Achilles injury when he was looking to come back. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. With Jason Verrett, I look for him to go ahead and retire. Um, it's it's too bad that he wasn't able to get back on the field. I think he was poised to have a you know a really big season in 2021, and he got hurt in Detroit, and he just you know just hasn't been able to get right. It's unfortunate, but his career's probably come you know come to an end now. As far as Jason Verrett, if he decides to play. If I'm the 49ers, I don't say no because I think Jason Verrett, as far as the locker room presence and what he's, you know, been to this football team, I think he deserves the right to try to come back. His contract was, you know, a little over $1 million last year, which means it's not one of the top 51 contracts. It has zero effect on your salary cap. Why not bring him back? Give him a 90 man, you know, roster spot, put him, you know, on the uh, physically unable to perform list or, uh, and just and just see what happens with them. If that's what he wants to do, if he wants to transition out of football, do whatever you can to help him transition out. If he wants to coach, uh, transition him into that. He's just one of the great people in the NFL and a guy that's overcome a lot of obstacles. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to overcome, you know, the the injuries lately, and I think it has hampered his career, maybe possibly ended his career. Uh, but Jason Verrett, a really good guy, and hope the 49ers continue to keep a relationship with him. I know he's a very, very well-liked person in that locker room. Now, another guy to keep an eye on in the cornerback room is Quantrez Knight. Uh, he's a guy that, as soon as we went over the undrafted free agents, and you can go back and watch that video, uh, went over the draft picks and then undrafted free agents, and I talked about Taylor Hawkins earlier. I give uh, awards they called stars, so if these are guys that I believe can impress or are the best of the bunch, I give them a star, and out of the undrafted free agents, Taylor Hawkins was a star player for me, and Quantrez Knight was a star player for me. And Quantrez Knight showed out in training camp. He was fun to watch. He plays in the nickel. Uh, he comes out of UCLA, and he's a very good player, and I think he could be poised to make the 49ers 53-man roster this year. It's an interesting cornerback room. We talked about Verrett probably on his way out. You're more than likely, right now, you have Diamond Lenore, you have Traverius Ward as your starting corners. Uh, this is all depends on Eman, but I'm saying right now. And then you have Samuel Womack playing the nickel. Uh, then you've got some decisions. You got Ambry Thomas still, so that's four. So you definitely have Quantrez Knight be a part of this 49ers room. Uh, if they look at Womack and say, well, he could potentially play outside, that helps Quantrez Knight be able to play in. But he's very instinctive. He's a hard hitter, a good tackler. And I think he'd be a nice addition to this 53-man roster. So I'm curious how the 49ers handle free agency. If they bring Emmanuel Mosley back, do they just sit pat, potentially draft a cornerback late in the draft just so he can compete and you can put him on the practice squad if he doesn't make the roster? Or do they just say, you know what? We're good if they bring back Emmanuel Mosley with Mosley, Ward, Lenore, Womack, Thomas, and Knight. Uh, potentially they could be. That would be very interesting. I am very excited to watch what Quantrez Knight does during the offseason and during training camp. He was one of the first guys out of the locker room to work out. I was there every day, and he was always out there getting his work in. Very instinctual. And the joint practices versus Minnesota, he showed out all week. He was the standout. And then he went ahead and got the practice squad player of the year on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so he's a, he's a guy to watch. He's a name to watch. And I have big, high hopes for Quantrez Knight. 
in the future. So this is what your, your free agents in the secondary look like. Uh, there's some pivotal ones that need to be taken care of. You know, Jimmy Ward and Tayshawn Gibson, uh, Emmanuel Mosley. And if Ward and, and Mosley leave because of money, you're going to have to find another direction. It could be as simple as the 49ers feel comfortable with Yamaro Lenore. He played pretty good at the end of the season. Maybe they're like, you know what? We got Lenore. We're good to go. We can roll with Lenore and Charvarius Ward. And Womack will be ready to go in the nickel. And if that's the case, uh, well, then the 49ers are drafting for depth. I expect them to still bring in some guys, maybe some guys to compete. Uh, Knight to potentially help out as well. And then at the safety position, bring back Gibson. Uh, see what Taylor Hawkins has got. And I think you'll be okay at the safety position. I look for them to draft someone as well. And I already found a safety that I really like. I'm going to do a breakdown of that safety and post it over on Patreon here in the next week or so. So I'm going to start getting into the draft content, starting to post on some of these players that I give star awards to. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. I know I enjoy talking 49ers football. Free agency is rapidly approaching. Of course, the combine coming up here real quick. And then we'll start getting a little bit into draft slash free agent uh, content. Really excited about all of it. Thank you guys for watching. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. Until next time, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.